Hi friends, it's Ian here, one of the pastors at St. Moses Church in the heart of Baltimore, and this is our daily podcast during this COVID-19 pandemic. We call it Every Day with St. Moses. We're just trying to stay connected to one another and to stay deeply rooted in Jesus during this unusual season. I don't know uh, how this week has been for you, but as I have uh, talked with friends in Baltimore and across the country and uh, other parts of the world, uh, and just as I've had moments of stillness to pay attention to my own heart, I feel like a lot of us are hitting a week five wall. Does that resonate with you? Are you hitting a week five wall where you feel tired, where the adrenaline that was carrying us through earlier is drained off now and we're just left with life very different and without a clear horizon of when things will change. If that's what you are feeling uh, this week, then um, I want to bring one of the comforts of Scripture uh, that doesn't at first blush look like comfort. Let me come at it this way. There's a a great little proverb, uh, Proverbs 25, I think, verse 20. Uh, It says this, it says, Singing cheerful songs to someone with a grieving heart is like pulling off their coat on a winter day or pouring vinegar in their wounds. And so one of the gifts that scripture gives us is that instead of always urging us to be cheerful, it offers us hope, sometimes in the middle of grief. And so I found myself uh, today reading through the little five-chapter book known as Lamentations, which is just an extended crying session, really, as the prophet Jeremiah weeps over the devastation that he sees in Jerusalem. Before we read a few verses from Lamentations, I want to make some caveats. Uh, Firstly, the prophet Jeremiah and others in Jerusalem very clearly understood Jerusalem to have been devastated as a result of God's judgment against the wickedness of that city after repeated warnings and long-term patience on God's part. Uh, I am not interpreting this pandemic as God's judgment uh, against anyone, and I think Jesus warns us pretty clearly about drawing too short a line of connection between any person's suffering and God's judgment, unless God himself makes that clear. But I do think that Lamentations uh, gives us a great rubric for sitting with our grief and for expressing it to God and for waiting patiently for him to intervene. There's a wonderful little verse in Psalm 116, I think, verse 10, it says, I believe in the Lord, or I trust in the Lord, so I say to him, my heart is troubled. 
so expressing our um, tiredness or our grief or hurt, um, that's not, it, not a sign of, of doubt or disbelief. Um, it can be uh, an expression of faith. We say, God, this, we, we offer you our fears and, and our doubts uh, and our questions and our hurts precisely because we believe that you care and that you hear and that you, of anyone, is able to do something about it. So let me jump in to Lamentations chapter 3, and I'll just uh, jump in at verse 15 and read for a few verses and, and give us some space to reflect. He has filled me with bitterness and given me a bitter cup of sorrow to drink. He's made me chew on gravel. He's rolled me in the dust. Peace has been stripped away and I've forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out, my splendor is gone. Everything I'd hoped for from the Lord is lost. The thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Just want to leave a few seconds here uh, and urge you, wherever you are, in your home, uh, in your car, hiding from your kids, uh, in the bathroom, uh, trying to get some work done on your computer, wherever you are, name some of the things that you're grieving right now, if you are, if you're grieving, if you're hitting a week five wall, just name them uh, and offer them up to the Lord. Father, I'm grieving the unusual, what seems to be an unusual number of friends who are severely ill or have kids or parents, loved ones who are severely ill, some with COVID-19 and a lot not with COVID-19, but their circumstances are all the more complicated because of it. Father, I'm grieving all of the financial upheaval for individuals, for churches, for businesses. Father, I'm grieving the devastation in places like Northern Italy and New York City and Spain. And then verse 21 moves us on. It says, Yet I still dare to hope. It is an act of daring. I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. 
I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. I want to pause here again and just urge you, uh, if you're in a situation where you can speak out loud, to speak these words. Listen to the way your voice frames them up. Is it with confidence or doubt or anxiety or urgency? Offer them honestly, whatever that sounds like. The Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. Let those words sink in. Say them again. The Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. And we'll end with these last two verses. The Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. My friends, I am waiting quietly with you. I'm praying for you. I love you guys, miss you guys, and look forward to when we can be together again. Amen.